What's up, guys? Greg Chapman here with another edition of the Gentleman Gorilla Small Business Marketing Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Sierra and Laurel of Venture Active Health and Fitness. Hello, everybody. Health and Wellness. Fitness, too, though. All right. Uh, Can you two please tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Venture Active? Yeah. Okay, I guess I'll start. Um, My name, obviously, is Sierra. Um, I started Venture Active as a fitness company about a fitness adventure company i'd say about six years ago seven years ago now oh my gosh how old am i anyway um (laughs) the idea was to get people up and out and moving okay um i was a gym trainer and i was not really enjoying it i felt like it was kind of a stifled environment um just in that i was seeing people that were intimidated in there and they didn't like they felt like they had to go to the gym and work out in order to come to the gym and work out and so I was dealing with a lot of... I know what you mean. Like very competitive lifters. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's difficult when you first start out and you get into this gym environment and there's these people that have been doing it for like a year, two years, three years, four years, and they just are looking phenomenal and they're doing everything correctly and you're staring at the directions on the machine and you just are like totally lost and don't know what to do. So anyway, I was I was their personal trainer and I, I started finding that like... The more I got them outside, which is what I loved, mm-hmm. um, the more they reacted positively, and they felt like they were kind of like surrounded by uh, surrounded by people that weren't judging them. And that's not to say that people are judged in a gym, but that's sometimes how people feel. Um, it started because, really, really to back it up, I was on a hike in Colorado. I was doing my first fourteener, and I was not prepared at all. Um, I drove out to Colorado um, and started climbing this 14 this 14er and I was I grossly underestimated so for people that be. don't know what a 14er is because oh, I wouldn't <laughs> had I not known Sierra at this point but yeah so it's you know, <laughs> yeah it's the elevation so, it's anything you know over four, it's a mountain uh, where the peak or the summit is mm-hmm. over 14,000 feet right. which there are 42 of them in the state of Colorado <gasps> oh my gosh high five and I have done three of them yay awesome. oh we have to talk That's after this to find yeah. out all the ones you did there's people they make posters like they go on your board mm-hmm. and there's the whole map of Colorado and there's like literally check it off like yeah. some of them are like some of the hardest hikes in the world that you can do absolutely so, like a few of them most of them are like moderate and then mm-hmm. there's a few that like you could bring a four-year-old on yeah and they'll probably beat you but you <laughs> they'll know. definitely beat me like they're just trails. i'm almost 40 or there's even a handful where there's just roads to the top like you don't even hike them you just have to, you just drive to the top i got myself lost so that first 14 i was definitely not doing what i was supposed to be doing on the trail um but anyhow, I was huffing and puffing all the way up, and it was um, really, really, really difficult. And I kept, like, pushing through it and talking my way through it. And then I got to the top, and I realized, like, what that feeling was, what that felt like. And, I, and it was life-changing. And I had just kind of, like, decided at that point that that was what I wanted to do with my life, but I wasn't sure how to make that happen. And so it was kind of the beginning of it. Um, and then this outdoor company started. And just kind of, it's been me bumbling through it and trying to figure it out until I met Laurel. (laughs) (laughs) Which now we bumble together (laughs) and try to figure things out at the same time. We met at a yoga teacher training. Oh, yeah. Yoga teacher training. So, yeah, we did our 200-hour certification together. And at that point, she and I realized that with a lot of other people um, in the actual training, she and I had the same mentality about a lot of the ways that we wanted to share 
health, wellness, and fitness with the rest of not only our community in San Diego, but everywhere in America and outside also. Yeah. Uh, with no intimidation, with no bullying, with no competition, she and I just had the same like mind frame about it and um, have been figuring out since then. It's probably been about three and a half, maybe four years now. Yeah. Um, I think we graduated in May four years ago. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we've been putting a lot of things in place and it has developed into quite the amazing, I would say. <laughs> unexpected. <clears throat> unexpected, yeah. Collage of kind of all of our belief systems um, intertwined together. So yeah. We're here and we're ready to share with everybody. Yeah, it's really interesting. When I met her, so I had already, so I met her at a very kind of pivotal point. I was, I had realized that like it wasn't just going to be personal training and it wasn't just going to be hiking or rock climbing. Like yoga was really essential, but I didn't, I didn't know anything about yoga. Like I'd been to like one or two classes and mostly I just took a nap and didn't participate. <laughs> you know, but I knew like it was the, like good the, for the like the Shavasana. The, the shavasana. Yeah. So I was like, the okay. The most important asana of the entire <laughs> after, you class. Know what, after beliefs, so after yeah. a hard yoga class, that it's is just, amazing. like, you get, when you're in a hard yoga class and you're only, like, halfway through and you're just like, this class is really, you know, I do want to say it sucks, but. You think you know, that halfway good, through, absolutely. But you're like, oh, it was, like, three minutes in and I was like, I don't even know what you're doing. Negative what is, thoughts about the instructor. I was like, what is down <laughs> dog? Do? And then I'm looking at my toes and I'm like, I haven't, like, given God. myself a pedicure in 10 years. And I'm like, what am I wearing? What's the lady next to me doing? What's happening? It's, like, I, it was a whole funny. thing. It's funny. I didn't used to respect yoga um, back when I was still playing. Like, I went on a date with a girl and we went to yoga, and the teacher kept being like, for those of you that might need, like, assistance, like, there's a wall or there's blocks. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, like, I'm peak shape of my life, and I'm pretty flexible, right. and I'm just, like, busting shit out. I'm like, yeah, okay, like, yoga, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't a workout, right? Yeah. That like, mentality. I and it. then, yeah. you know, and then injuries happen, and then posts, and then it's like, yoga saved my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, absolutely. fixed my body, brought me out of depression, because, yes. like, my physical body is so attached to my mental well-being mm -hmm. that it's like when my body wasn't working, I wasn't working. That's exactly the whole and point. And yoga yeah. fixed all of that. The same yeah. as me. I, um, prior to, had a background in working out at the gym. And, you know, I had always done mm -hmm. some sort of uh, physical, you know, situation with myself. Um, and my one of my best friends, Janine, at the time just said, you know what? I think you should come to a yoga class with me. And I was the same as you, Greg. I was like... You know, that's for the birds, you know. I mm -hmm. didn't say birds. It was a, I know what you said. the worst <laughs> term, but not very nice, which I will never, ever say in my life again. Oh, what is it? It starts with a P. <clears throat> Yoga is for... Oh, rhymes with vagina. It doesn't <laughs> rhyme with it, but it kind of means the same thing. <laughs> I get She's... it. So I was like three inches away from taking a sip of hot coffee, and that would have been all over both of you. This podcast for adults, right? Yeah, I thought I was I thought I was a gym body. I thought I was a tough girl, you know what I mean? Going and doing the machines and working out and lifting yeah. weights at the at the same time. Oh. Um, and so it was a Thanksgiving night and uh, she and I both I for some reason didn't have plans or um, she took me to my first class and I said at that time I'm gonna commit myself to one year without going to a gym, only going to a yoga studio. Mm. And um, basically what I wanted to do was make myself tough from the inside out rather than the opposite of being at a gym where you're physically strong on the outside but there's a lot going on internally that mm -hmm. you really need to deal with and I mean yeah. it was probably about six years after that until I actually set foot back into a gym 
situation. So it was just wow. strictly yoga. Um, I went to my first teacher training, kind of. I was a little bit forced into it, I would say. Somebody kind of paid for it behind my back and <laughs> said, here you go, you have to do this. Was and it I was her? Like, no, no it was wait, you met before I met. So this was my first certification. It was Yoga Sculpt, which is a little bit more of a, a physical mm-hmm. yoga practice where you use hand weights and plyometrics and a lot of other body strength. That sounds um, pleasantly exhausting. Yeah, it's it's pretty yeah. tiring. So I got that was my first certification, and after the training, I did a lot of like deep diving inside myself or during, and then after I realized a lot. Um, and then I went to my paddleboard yoga certification training courses, which was awesome. So I started I working with paddleboard to fitness and paddleboard mm-hmm. yoga. And then it was after that that I decided to sign up for my 200-hour certification, which is the the big one, basically. There are mm-hmm. three- and 400-hour classes that you can graduate up to and do yeah. those, complete those as well. But that's kind of like the one where if you go to a studio, everybody there is going to have that certification underneath their belts. You yeah. know? So at this point, I had acquired about four different certifications. Well, three, almost four when I met Sierra, and we were both like, wow, like, she does the rock climbing, she does the hiking, she does the outdoor stuff, like... I, you know, I'm working on doing the yoga stuff. I have the water stuff. Like, if we put all of these ideas together, how much could we really help each other mm-hmm. as well as everyone around us, you know, with these yeah. ideas of positivity and non-bullying and empowerment and mm-hmm. being there and supporting each other in our community. And we just, it was awesome. Honestly, I was scared of her when I first met her. I was like, she is... Which is not unusual. And She's I'm sorry. like really, really, really good at what she does. I was so intimidated because I was like walking into this complete unknown with all these people that I'd never Which met. I think is way more brave than anything I have done, is that she's basically <laughs> never gone, gone to a yoga class, but <laughs> she believed somewhere for some reason that she needed to provide this service to be a part of her company that she had already started building. So I gave her, like, huge mad props for that. Like, oh, thank you. That, to I'd... me, was super intimidating to just walk into a training having never even practiced. Yeah, it was definitely intimidating. I was intimidated yeah. through the whole yoga There were a lot of yoga school situations. Oh, I cried the whole time. I cried the entire time. <laughs> I cried all, the whole time about, I don't even know what I was crying about. Like, half the time, I was like, I don't know. It's what intense, any- and I recommend it for anybody, whether you yeah. ever yeah. intend on teaching, but just as a life lesson, <laughs> the yoga teacher trainings are a really, really good way Deep to get dive. to know yourself. Yeah. So 200 hours. 200 yeah. hours. I so, think it's like a three I mean, and a half month program. 200 hour of like panic attack for me because I was like, I'm going to go back in there and they're going to make me go over this. I don't know the words. What, is, so I didn't what understand. is yoga school like? Um, it, de- is, it definitely makes, it's very I'm, intrinsic. I mean, I'm sure it's very physical. It is physical, but yeah, but no, yeah, it's more, you have to be your authentic self. Like they ask questions that you never thought you would have to be so raw about and, you know, travel back to why you think this certain Mm -hmm. way and, you know, who, who were your influences in your life and just situations that you never really thought you would have to. It's not like you're going to get um, a degree in science where everything is just laid out and Mm -hmm. you memorize certain facts. Like this is something that is situational for each individual that joins the class and you can yeah. take from it what you want. You can go as deep as you want, you know. Um, I think the statistic is like 20% of everybody that goes through the actual yoga teacher training actually end up teaching. Mm-hmm. But everybody walks out with a new understanding of who they are and um, a new understanding of maybe who the person next to you is and why and that their journey is their own and, and the judgment factor of not being able to look at someone else and say, hey, I don't like what you do, but I want to understand where you're coming from and why, you know, like, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. 
That's definitely, it'll get you. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> emotional. aggressive. It's great. Like it's, emotionally aggressive. It's aggressive. But at the same time, venture from, from day one was built from emotion. And so in understanding, trying to understand emotion and trying to navigate through emotion and um, even without realizing it, like that's yeah. why venture started. Now, all these years later, I understand that that's what that was. So it's like yeah. going through yoga teacher training or like becoming an adventure guide or like rock climbing or, you know, paddle boarding, like any of our things that we do, it's all, um, you know, it's all based on yourself and your emotion and your core. And so the idea is to work through whatever it is you're going through out in nature and with people that like are going to respect that you have your own journey and and be there for you if you have a breakdown and cry and we have had people who have had a lot of breakdowns and it's great we're like that's awesome you something came out like well, yeah that that's, you a, needed that's to. a great segue too into like yeah. what kind of gave us the idea to develop from the fitness and adventure company to yeah. a whole health and wellness yeah. like, company yeah because i was going to say it seems like there's a lot more to what you do than just yeah, so you Sierra know, has a friend that, that, that she's had a um, she's been friends with the lady for a really long time. Mm-hmm. She's a psychiatrist, she's a doctor, and she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And she looked at our program and saw something, some way to pull us in and and come work for her uh, mental health and wellness facility. Mm-hmm. So we developed a program that coincided with you know therapeutic treatments. So recreational therapy is mm-hmm. what um, we termed it, and <coughs> We basically changed the whole entire facility around just by our ideas and our way of thinking and bringing yeah. the clients out onto um, healthy journeys and adventures and, you yeah. know, providing programs that were rather than one-on-one intensive with, a, like, a clinician or a therapist, bringing them out and, and doing life experiences with them. So yeah. it was that program that kind of opened your eyes opened to, our eyes to how much the it. world needs it. Yeah. 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 I think I'd say as of late, like, Okay, so I'll I'll back up for a second. I'll say like what the the reason. Okay, so you know that I've been a bartender in PB for like what twenty? I'm coming up on twenty years now, which it's is impressive. I, I'm old. Um, <laughs> I all of this kind of got going because I and I didn't realize it until now. Like now, it's really in my face about why all this is happening. Um, but I had a very uh, I was living that like super bartender life and I was like really involved in like all the extracurriculars and all the, you know, after hours activities. And I kind of like made that my identity and I became that, that person. What I didn't realize is I was slowly chipping off these pieces of me that were valuable um, because I was just putting myself in all these really terrible situations and I was drinking and partying and, and I wasn't respecting myself and I wasn't making healthy choices. And I, like it, it just kept going and anyway I kept living this this like path until I got to the point where I got um really really depressed and anxiety ridden and super unhealthy and I kind of looked around for like a support network but the problem was like everybody was kind of living that life so like I couldn't really talk about it um and so that's part of the reason I like kind of escaped everything and ran away and decided to go to school and look into this personal training thing and look into maybe starting a company one day because I was really desperately searching for um, some sort of peace in my life and I couldn't find it. I was Googling things and and trying to find help but it was like AA groups and I didn't identify with that and I, you know, 
I just couldn't figure out what the right path was. But I did know that I felt good when I was outside on a hiking trail or mm-hmm. rock climbing or, you know, anything physical outside breathing um, was was really becoming my, like, happy place. And I knew that I wasn't alone in this, that there was, I have met a lot of people who were doing <laughs> the same thing that I was doing. So when I went away and I went to school and I got my shit together um, and then I came back, I had kind of rolled the dice to start this company and was like, I don't know how it's going to be received. People know me as a party girl. I'm trying to bring this health thing in. No one's going to listen to me. Um, And I fought that for a long time. And a lot of people didn't listen. A lot of people, like, were like, who does she think she is? Rightfully so. Like, I get it, you know. But um, that's why I've been trying to live my life through example. Um, But anyway. It takes time to show people a side of you that you haven't seen shown them before. That right. you're like, I have been working behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. then you have to be public with it for like, I don't know, six months, nine months, a year, whatever. Three, but five, yeah. ten. It, like be, people, it takes a long time for people to change their perception of you. Such um, a long time. A long, long time, you know. And I got haters out of it, which I didn't expect. I really, Now I'm thankful for them, you know. They kind of fuel us. It's because <laughs> you were making them look at themselves when they didn't want to. Yeah. Like they were like, so when... People build their identities around the identities of the other people in their lives. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in their life and then you completely change who you are, that totally rocks their foundation, even if it's just, just a little bit mm-hmm. on like how the world works. Because everyone is always fighting to you know, find their place in the world and understand their place in their community. And when someone changes mm-hmm. their place in the community, that means that their place is different in the community. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so that, a lot of people, that really fucks with them, even if it's just a little bit. Yeah. Because they're, everyone is on the knife's edge all mm-hmm. times with mental health. And so it's so blatantly obvious to me now, but it wasn't back then, like how on that knife's edge, how many people I know, and myself included, like li- lived in that realm. Like mm-hmm. mental health is so important and nobody talks about it. And nobody talks about the correlation between physical health and mental health. And so that's a huge component of venture. Like, it's the main component, really, is, like, why this is all happening. Yeah. Like, like in, so I really think it's, like, three. Like, physical, mental, and, like, your soul, spirit, absolutely. your energy. Yeah. But I feel like the taking it outside, because you can work out in a dark, dank basement. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to help your mental, right. you know, space <laughs> very Vitamin much. D, you need it. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh air. Fresh air. But, yeah, just being in nature, like... It's, it's crazy how effective it is being in nature that you can just put up, look at a photo of nature for 20 minutes and mm-hmm. it has the same effect on your calm, right, your breathing rate, mm-hmm. your heart rate, is actually being in nature. Like, that's how powerful nature is. Mm-hmm. Like, you just have to look at it. Not even real nature. Just right. a photo of nature and it works. Yeah. So. And, and, and it's the biggest, the, the hardest thing I think has been um, not only changes, changing people's perspective of me, it, originally coming in and doing that but then after has been like the getting people out of that routine that they're in and getting them up and just get out the door like we would go pick you up yep, we, have a, absolutely. <laughs> we have a 15 passenger van we're like we will come to your house you're in no excuse your door. right we're like we have a community of people that like we're all going through it so we might as well just all go through it together and have this support system and so it wasn't it was a couple years into us kind of figuring out, like, having a membership and people dropping in on the classes and, like, you know, going through, like, 
boot camps and rock climbing and paddleboarding and yoga and all these different things until we ran into Dr. Allison Brownlee, yep. who is like what she was talking about to kind of circle back. That was uh, she's a friend of mine, okay. so she ran this um, cutting edge facility at the time. Um, and this is the this is the mental, mental health, health center that you started right. working with. So she called me up, and, and she called me up a year prior, and we just weren't ready. We, we knew we had something, but we weren't. We were still putting all the pieces together. I'm still glad we waited. Yeah, we, we waited. It was a good thing that it we waited. <clears throat> so we, when we did decide to like jump in and create this recreational program, it really kind of opened our eyes even more. So now we're working with people who are going through depression, anxiety. Um, clinically. Like clinically, yeah. Not people we go out and see at the bars every night or, you know, yeah, even at the library, wherever you want to see people, yeah. at the coffee shop, you know, these are actually So they only are, know you they're, through your they're, position. It's a residential facility yeah. and they are in there committed, you know. Yeah. So, so we, we really had to put to test our, our, our abilities. abilities and our, and our belief system in what we we're doing. So it was your, it was your test. Yeah. It was like, cause there were people that didn't know you. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was a cold, cold case walking in, like, here's our program. Like, are mm-hmm. we full of shit or are we not? Yeah. Right. No, they needed us. It was the most rewarding thing that we've done. That's good. Oh, together. So I mean, we would leave, we definitely did a lot, but after every single activity, after every single interaction with them, we would both just like drive off or sit on the couch and look at each other, just ball. Like, Try. Right. This feels so good. Like <laughs> this is where we're supposed to be, and we're actually yeah. doing this. So, like, what was it so like amazing. when you started there versus <clears throat> bef- near the end? Like when in your peak of before all of the transitions started happening. So, um, like, like the kind of what transformations did you see take place when you started being able to implement your programs there? We saw huge changes in. Do you mean for us or for them? Because it was both. It was. For both, it was yeah. circular. Yeah. So um, for them, for the clients, I want to say, I don't want to, I mean, I'm calling patients or clients, I don't think Or changes that you observed. I I personally witnessed a lot of breakthroughs, a lot of moments where they're going through the anxiety and they're on a rock wall and I'm talking them through it and climbing and, and they're coming down and then they're shaking and they can't believe they've done it or they're out on a paddleboard and they... Have never been on a paddleboard. Seeing them overcome their biggest insecurities yeah. and what they defined as weaknesses for themselves, mm-hmm. for us to get them through these situations and then afterwards get to hear them talk about it was just absolutely right. just what, phenomenal. What kind of programs were they having them do before you showed up? Not much. Like, From what I've been told, it wasn't unfortunately. A whole lot to it. Yeah. So like just they're going to like pills and yeah. psychology mm-hmm. sessions. Yeah. Then go to sit in their room alone the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. So literally just taking them outside mm-hmm. was giving them a new lease on life. Yeah, and then that's when we started really realizing, even more so, the value of what we were doing, and and it sort of kind of just started building from there. And like I was saying, in the past like three weeks to a month, everything has just exploded. Um, we started our corporate wellness program. And we started um, really doing, putting forth all the effort into our healing retreats. We've always done adventures, but then we were like, let's do healing retreats. So we realized we had something that we could do that we could help people. And we have the people in place. We have yeah. a recreational program. We have therapists. We have doctors, psychiatrists. Like, we have now 
contractors that can come in and provide all types of services for us to be able to put on these healing retreats. So that's and another our, yeah. another branch that our um, our business is heading towards, uh, say, in a massive way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These, these retreats are kind of our, for me right now, I feel like I'm finally walking my true path, which is these healing retreats. Um, it was a big wake-up moment for me to realize I was exactly where I was supposed to be <laughs> in the exact right time, which I don't know if that happens to people in their lifetime, I, like, uh, very often. I've been hearing it a lot more since starting these interviews, mm-hmm. is people, because basically everyone that is on this little podcast with me has recently started a business, mm-hmm. and so it's very much a recent thing that I think a lot of people are experiencing. They're like, and it's weird being able to look back and piece back the mm-hmm. pieces and be like, if this fucked up shit didn't happen three years ago, yeah. Yeah. it wouldn't have altered our direction to whatever, and we would have never been here to where it finally makes sense. Absolutely. It's creepily true. It's it, it's never been more apparent to me than, um, so the other, the, I'd say la- last Thursday, we had a big fundraiser for, um, we're doing a, a healing retreat for um, domestic violence survivors. Three-day retreat. We bring in our team. We do. Uh, we work with No Silence, No Violence, which is a 51C3 local 51C3, um, and we sponsor women who have survived these terrible situations. And it's three days of intensive uh, recreational therapy, clinical therapy, group therapy, um, and skill building. You know how to write a resume, how to. Um, go back into the world and start dating. What does that look like? Like what, just all these things. Um, and it's, uh, we're giving them the tools to kind of use that to carry on after the retreat. Um, so it's kind of like a, like a crash course on how to do all these things. Um, but anyway, in, in this process, I had an aha moment and I just started bawling because I, I realized that all the things I'd gone through in my childhood, all those fucked up moments, as you mm-hmm. say, like all those like shitty things that happened that I like buried in all the alcohol and partying that I was doing in that one segment of my life, all the things that I hadn't really dealt with, but I've been open about, but still like mm-hmm. didn't really, it all made sense for the first time, why I had walked that path, why those things happened to me, why I'd gotten through them, why I was uh, drinking, partying, why I started this company, why I've met the people that I've met, like why everything has happened. It's because now I can walk into a room full of survivors of any sort of situation and say, look, I'm authentically here because I know that things can get better. And I am honest and I'm real and I've been through A, B, C, D. And I'm here to be a safe place for you and tell you it's okay to talk to me about whatever it is. And I think that people realize, like, if, because I've been through it and I'm open to being vulnerable about it, like, they can too. You can give someone that, the power of their own voice by, by giving them your voice, you know, and sharing your story. So then they can open back up. And so it's like, once I realized that the other night, I literally just in the I left I left the event and I just started crying because I was so happy. Like we really can make a difference, and it it might be one group at a time. It might be domestic violence survivors this coming retreat, and then after that, vets going through PTSD. We're doing one for for them. We're doing sexual abuse survivors retreats. We're doing things that can help one community of people at a time and just kind of give them a voice to heal and give them that like that space to heal. And I think we're really, we really kind of found out what our niche was. Um, 
And so we're just trying to help one person at a time, hopefully, you know, by being open and real. I think that sounds like the best business strategy <laughs> for any business. <laughs> just focus on the next customer, yeah. the mm -hmm. next person. Yeah. Right? So now that you've kind of, I guess, found your secret recipe. Oh, I get more coffee? Yeah. What is your, uh, I guess, marketing plan moving forward now that you're, you've found what works for you? A little bit more? I'm good, thank you. Okay, she gets the rest We had a bunch this morning. Yes, please give it to her. So what is... <laughs> <laughs> please. Thank I know, you. I know she needs it. I oh, do. We, we have All hired the... somebody, actually, for that. Yeah. For coffee? No. You have for a coffee, coffee. bitch? No, coffee but we bitch. will make you ours because it <laughs> seems like you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy French press over there. The French uh, press is life, first of it all. It is. Best so $15 good. you can I spend know, on really Amazon mm -hmm. or any store. I broke my like. French press, but you know, that was fine. I'll be okay. Do you need a hug? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Everyone needs a hug all the time. Are you kidding me? Yes. The French press broken hug. Oh my God. I'm such a hugger. Almost inappropriately. Actually, totally inappropriately. I hug people that I don't know, and then they freak out, and they back away, and I'm like, I just hug them stronger. And they're like, ah, get off me, crazy I do, human. too. I'm like, I've never met, but we're hugging. And I've had yeah. people, like, kind of be like, eh. They give you the weird, get, like, like the, tap on the back. They, like, bring in their elbows. Like, that's going to stop me yeah. from surrounding their body with my gorilla arms. Yeah. yeah. Like, come here. Because you're a pretty small guy, too. So. Yeah. Animals, yeah. people. I don't care. I'm hugging everything. I, I'm like, I'll chase you down to hug you. Okay. <laughs> you will be mine. Yeah, you will especially. be in my arms. And if I've had wine, you're really in trouble. The wine hugs are the best. Part. Yep. Um, okay, what did you say? Marketing. Okay, so uh, we brought on this amazing human being that just sort of crashed into our life, Anthony Rini, um, out of New York. And he's sort of came on as a salesperson. And then it just, with venture like changing so rapidly and us becoming a health and wellness um enterprise like and taking on all these like different things that we didn't anticipate we were going to be doing you know corporate wellness packages mm -hmm. and this that whatever um retreats and still running our like our classes it just became huge and we were like up to designing a whole new website that we yeah. weren't expecting to have to deal to with do. that either but yeah he's been amazing yeah he has just come in and really been like a go-to and I was not expecting him to be our marketing I, I thought he was going to do sales and go and nice. walk into like corporations and be like hey guys uh, okay, here's our package selling all these things and uh that's <laughs> not at all what it's turned into mostly he's just been helping with me with all the things that I don't understand he's like are we doing affiliate marketing and I'm like I don't know what that means like <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, well, our website, SEO. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Like, I'm like the absolute worst when it comes to like, I have the idea and I know how to execute the idea, but I don't know anything else around that or how to make that like a public thing other than I know that Facebook Live exists and I know that Instagram does stories. And that's about it. And <laughs> I created like a MailChimp. Everything that I've done has been something that I just like Googled, like how to MailChimp. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like how so to funny. Instagram live. Like, I don't know. You know, I don't know how to do it. I can definitely say that I'm very much the same way. And then <laughs> about, well, six months or so ago, I met, or, well, I've known Dominique for a couple of years, but we finally merged. And he's like, you've been fucking up 
all of this shit. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> He's like, it's true, it's true. And oh my god, you're his Anthony. <laughs> he, is, he is 100% my Anthony. That's awesome. And Jesus, Anthony yeah. looks at me all the time. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't... You, Shit, I'm know. just being mean. <laughs> I just want to love everyone. How can you help me do that? Give me a hug. And then he's Give just me a hug. stares at me. Just like, do better. Do better. <laughs> the do better stare. I think we yep. know that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I love that. So, for what I'm getting, you're basically at a point where you've established yourself mm-hmm. and then you've earned your reputation. You have proven results. We do. So now okay. people, anybody asks, you're like, yeah, we did this, we did this, we did that. Yeah. And so now it's just turning it into a real business that yeah. has standard operating procedures and paperwork. Oh, yeah. And All of keeping that's everything happened. tracked and organized and yeah. lead generation and I outgoing and incoming. I remember we wrote first legal contracts together. <laughs> yeah. We've got, it's, it's the thing is, it's, it's really interesting because we have, we have in place, you know, all of our policies and procedures and we, you know, and all of our... Insurance, which is through the roof, by and the way. And we have employees. And empl- like what we have contractors. contractors. Um, you know, we have about 20, 22 contractors. And so it's like, we've had to learn really quickly. Like, mm-hmm. holy crap. We're, okay, like, we're not just doing squats in the park. You know? <laughs> That's my favorite thing. We're, we're actually Kettlebells like, in the sand. Yeah. Bring your own kettlebells. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're actually, you know, we know what we're doing. And I think at this point now, after eight years of really, like, really, all the ways you can fuck up. We have. So I like I feel like that's a necessary thing. Like you have to find every way to fuck up. Yeah. At some point. I think we found them all. We found them all. Yeah. I mean no, I mean not one. Left, I'm sure there's but... more. But... <laughs> I'd much rather find ways to fuck up when I'm only worth a couple grand mm-hmm. than later yeah. on fucking right, up right. when I'm worth a lot more. Everything. Yeah. I mean it took a long time to build up to where we are today and I fell on my face a lot. Also lots of tears in that. Lots we called it failing forward. Yeah. You say tears, I say white claw. White claw. Wine, Jameson, absolutely right. whiskey, yes. whiskey, not my dog. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I think it's really, 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 really important to not be afraid to fail. Like, it's you have to fail. If you don't fail, you don't know you don't know anything until you fail. It's, and I mean, fail, crash, hard, burn, lose a lot of money. Like, I, I would say we've yeah. done it. <laughs> I would say running a business, growing a business, starting a business. Mm-hmm. is like closing your eyes and running head force head first forward as fast as you can. Yeah. And because if you're not getting something done every day, somebody in your local area is beating you right. to those sales mm-hmm. to your competition because at that point you're playing in local market. You only have local market. So it's someone else is beating you to your competition. So you got to go. And mm-hmm. what happens when you run with your eyes closed? You run into shit. Yeah, constantly. Because every day is like, oh, this is happening. It's like I got to do this and this. Mm-hmm. And then the next day that leads to other shit. Like you have no idea where it's going. You have no idea whether it's ups or downs. Like, it's just going forward. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I will... I'll say this. In, in... Since Venture was born, I did a lot of, like, running with my eyes closed. And I did a lot of chasing after what I thought was the right thing. And and adjusting prices and adjusting our value and adjusting what I thought we were worth. And spending all the wrong money on all the wrong things and Mm -hmm. trusting in the wrong people and and really more than anything chasing I was hungry and so I chased and chased and chased and chased and I ended up chasing a lot of the wrong things and what has happened in the past like four or five months is a huge shift and I, I stopped chasing 
and I just started pouring my heart into the things that I believed in more than anything else. And all of a sudden, everything just opened up. You started I, practicing abundance theory. Yeah, correct. For your business. Yeah, and it's worked wonderfully. Really, every single thing that's happening to venture right now, I don't want to say happening to, but everything that we are doing is coming to us. We have and not experiencing. Yeah, we have not chased anything. I have not chased anything. It has all been all these phenomenal, amazing people, yourself included, who have Thank just you. come to us and said, hey, we kind of heard about what you've done or what you're about to do, and we want to be involved. And we're talking, you know, people, I mean, people I never expected. We have authors coming in from, from left field. We've got doctors. We've got, you know, clinical therapists. We have, you know, the Christy Salazars. We've got directors of massive resorts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. awesome um, for our programs awesome. to come to yeah. their <clears throat> it's well, if it's, if it's in the Caribbean, I can be an instructor. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you in mind. Yeah. Just send me your resume. I'll, yeah, do, send your resume. I'll <laughs> do uncertified broga and sports stretching. I do love broga. I wish broga took off. We really I, tried. I could probably lead a class. That'd be fine. You're yeah. hired. We can <laughs> reinforce that seam. Yeah. <laughs> reinforce your pants seam. Important. Yeah. So this is a fun story. <laughs> so the first time that I met Laurel was at one of the early Venture Active classes oh, at so the nice. upstairs in the PB local <laughs> doing a yoga session. And I was wearing some wonderful Pai yoga pants that my friend makes out of Thailand. <laughs> Those little, are great. I have some. They're, they're super comfy. I've never actually done yoga. yoga in them yet. But so they're a little snug on my legs, whatever. And so we're doing the one where like the frog stance kind of. Imalasana. Yeah, I don't know what they're called, so just fill them in as we go. Yeah. Please. Yeah. yeah, I haven't gone to frog a 200-hour 200, 200 yoga class. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> but so doing that, I just split my pants front to back. <laughs> and I had on a very... It was great. I had very short boxers on. <laughs> and so I don't know if you know yoga very well, but things don't stay in place very well. So I was like, I'm a, I'm going to move to the back of the class where people can't really see all my goodies. It was so funny. It was amazing. You're just sharing. Yeah, yeah. sharing's caring. So okay. that was our my first, first impression our of first Greg. Impression. Yeah. We've been friends ever yeah, since. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty interesting. She, she gets to use me as an example for the rest of forever in her yoga classes. I can't say that that has ever happened before. <laughs> First thing. So yeah, you are the example. So Check your, your pants. Your entire crotch during class. <laughs> it wasn't just like a little rip. It was like the entire empty yeah. team was like, gone. <laughs> I guess rugby button, I rugby it. button frog stance and tight yoga pants don't yep. go together. Um, but rugby butts do go great in yoga, so just keep them coming. I feel like they're meant to be everywhere in the world. Rugby I totally butts? agree. Yeah. We like them. They should I be agree. like evenly spaced. <laughs> I 100% agree. But only for you. Only for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't care for much. I spent my head in between too many of them. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, just I'm just going to be quiet. Scrums are fun. I mean, I've Scrums never mind. Uh -huh. They're not for anybody that's done one. <laughs> I've looked at them like to watch them. They're, they're, they're horrible and exhausting, and there's man ass on your face. Mm. Mm. Sounds like an old Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mom. <laughs> mom. <laughs> <laughs> for everybody else, she's not. <laughs> Actually, my mom knows me better than anybody. My mom would be like, Jesus. 
out of control. <laughs> 20 years ago, my mom would have just been you. like, oh, Lord, shut her up, turn it off. <laughs> She's going to embarrass us. Whatever. <laughs> That's funny. So good. Yeah. yeah. So um, going back a yeah. minute before pants spitting story. Yeah. Um, so I've, I fully believe or understand what you're talking about. Kind of stop chasing um, and just start working the process of doing what you care about every day. Yeah. So don't chase the paychecks. Don't mm -hmm. chase the clients. Just focus on what your skill is and what you're bringing to the table, right? 100%. And then people just start Don't chase the money. It. It's not about, just, yeah. Yeah, Don't just share your story along the way. That's why social media is so powerful if you're using it right. Is if you're not doing, because it's very easy to be salesy on it. Mm -hmm. Be like, hey, go check out my shit. Yeah. yeah. I think every once in a while, everyone should do that. Just kind of remind people, be like, we're an actual business, give us money. Mm -hmm. But like 90% of the time, you should just be sharing what you're doing. Yeah. Like, no, no, you're not trying to get anything out of it. Um, you're not trying to convince people of anything. You're mm -hmm. just saying, like, this is what we're doing. And if people follow you, then they like what you're doing. And yeah. it's just, like you said earlier, one more at a time, right? Yeah. It's just, I think it, it, it took a long time for me to figure that out. It took a really, really long time. Like I said, a lot of fail, fail forward, fall on my face sort of things. And, like, a lot of, like... A lot of conversations about what am I doing and a lot of sleepless nights, like just laying awake and not to say I don't still stay awake. I'm, I'm <laughs> always working, but now it's a different type of, it's a different type of feeling for me working. But like when you chase and chase and chase something, you, you have blinders on and you're not seeing that like there's all these other opportunities out there because you have tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. And so when you get tunnel vision, like nothing else is, is visible to you. Yeah. And you're not like if you open to it, like working with the mental health care clinic, mm -hmm. I really think that was like the turning it was a game changer in your, th sure. in your business. Mm -hmm. But if you were just solely focused on selling the $15 monthly memberships, mm -hmm. you would have never taken the opportunity for it. Mm -mm. And you would still be trying to sell $15 monthly memberships. Right. Like, yeah, like we got to get our membership numbers up. Like, and that's your only goal. Mm -mm. Yeah. And that's, and I don't want to say that that's not still relevant for venture, um, you know, our members, because yeah. they've been so supportive over the years and the and people that have stuck with us that understand, like yeah. they get it and they've been amazing and they're all family. Um, but that being said, we are, we're turning in this new direction and we're super open to it and, and we're very excited about it. And, um, you know, not chasing, not chasing the monetary things has just really, it's really changed everything for us. You know, understanding that like, if you just put your heart into it and you work and you don't, you don't push it on people and, and set it out into the universe, it's going to come back to you. Yeah. It's if you're, if you're setting up your business so that it's actually helpful or beneficial mm -hmm. to other people, and then you just focus on being as helpful and beneficial to other people as you can, mm -hmm. that's good business. Like, yeah. the money comes because people, yeah. when they see it and they see that it's actually helped other people like them, they're going to be like, oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe that'll have the same effects for me. Yeah. You know, like, no one started drinking coffee because it tasted good. Right. They saw it because it made other people not fall asleep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like. And then we're very open about um, talking about wh whatever it is we're up to and, and our, uh, all of our... I guess all of our people are super open too. So it's like we're a very open, loving, 
accepting place for people to come to. So even if you know they're they're having they're going through something and they're looking for an outlet, I think at this point people know that they can come to us and and it's a judgment free zone and there's so many other people that are there too that have you know either been with us or just starting with us that understand that this is a safe place. And and because I think we're genuine in what we do, that's why we've had the success that we've had, you know. I have a lot of people that have asked me too, like, are you making money? How much money are you making? Are you profitable? Are you profitable? All the time, yeah. Yeah, and for those who want to know, yes, we're profitable. Um, But does that drive us? No. Do we pay ourselves? (laughs) (laughs) No. No, we pay our contractors. We pay our contractors. And everything that we make goes back into our business. Yeah, we reinvest. We can continue moving forward. Mm -hmm. Because it's not just about Laurel and I, it's about everyone. And so we wanted to create a space where our contractors can make a living having one job in San Diego, not five. Yeah. You know? Right. Which we all know very well, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hard to make it as yeah. a contractor these days mm-hmm. in any industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, finding your own work, managing your clients, actually doing the work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really do have to be either hustling all day hustling, every day yeah. or have multiple little jobs going on. Yeah, both. And that's why we... She and I both yeah. still bartend yeah. for a living. Yeah, you I know. still bartend as well. I love, way, I love bartending. Yeah. Go Thrusters! I've been in CNT for five years, but it looks like I'm going to be in Bay Park soon, maybe. Ooh, where? Cordova. Oh, what is that? It's that's right awesome. across the street from Sidebar. Uh-huh. Cool. It, yeah, it's like a 1950s yeah. Miami theme in there, kind of. Like, Cordova's cool. Really cool little bar. Oh, congratulations. We'll come yeah. and say hi. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly why they want to move me out there, because I'm actually closer to people. In five years, right. I've had like two people ever come out to Santee to see yeah. Well, that's far. Yeah, I know, people don't right? leave the bubble. I'm like, know? yeah, can you drive 15 miles to come drink? To have drink. And then yeah. do a Where I'm going to get you shit-faced, drive and back, then you're going to have to figure home. out. Right. Yeah, that was never a thing. So yeah. I'm excited about that. That's awesome. Let more us in my know, community sure. again. That's awesome. I mean, I think, too, you know, it's interesting. I was actually talking to, um, like, juggling jobs. I was talking to Errol. Um, Ooh, I love Errol. I know, right? Who doesn't love Errol? I need to get him God, on the Errol's show awesome. Errol's amazing. Yeah. Um, we actually are partnered kind of with Errol now, too. We do Strength in the City. Um, there's just so much. There's so much going on. We actually have something coming up this weekend with Strength in the City. We're doing a big hike, um, hike to Zen. Um, what is Strength in the City? So essentially, it's a an organization that um, kind of got people in the fitness realm, health and wellness realm, um, connected. Okay. Um, and from from what I understood originally, I thought it was just like one day, and they did like one big festival day, and like all these different vendors came. Um, but Amanda, who we also work with, she she runs the actual all of Strength in the City. Um, she is now bringing it. To uh, to monthly events, so like uh, Fit, was it Fit Forty Nine? I'm gonna say it wrong. Fit Forty Nine. Not Fit Forty Nine. F Forty Five. That's what ah, it is. The I don't gym. Know, fit, yes, yes, just yes. squishing F45 everything. Training. They just did an event, um, and and so they're gonna be part of the big culmination at the end of the year with all the different vendors. <coughs> but um, ours is coming up now this weekend and then I think we're going to do another one in a couple months but basically it's just like it's really cool because they attach whatever the event is um whoever puts on the event can attach the all the proceeds to go to a charity 
So really it's kind of like, okay, all the people who hike and rock climb meet all the people from you know, F45 who are, you know, personal trainers or like people who are doing, like when we do our paddleboard program, they're going to be yogis. So it's everything crossover. Yeah, it's great. And so I think it's like more of a community where people can, and you know, Errol's a big component of like, you know, everybody cooperate together, which is Diego scene. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tied in with everything. Yeah. He is absolutely everywhere. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, He's uh, such a good guy and he's, and Errol and I have had kind of the same mind frame for a long time that, like, you know, cooperation, you know, not not competitive. It's going to build a better community. And so when we're all sort of working together, then we can all share a piece of the pie instead of, you know, everybody fighting over exactly. that pie. Everybody, there's enough there's enough for everybody to have a little slice. So anyway, that's kind of what where we're what we're doing this weekend, and all of the benefits are going to the Big Josh Foundation. Um, we're going to do a big hike, which is what we were doing this morning was like testing the route, which is why I'm still dressed like this. And uh, You don't dress in hiking clothes every day? I pretty much do. <laughs> yeah. Um, Basically, I'm like always dressed like I'm ready for the zombie apocalypse. Like anything could happen, you know? Like, I mean, it makes sense because let's say the zombie apocalypse doesn't happen. Then you're just wearing comfortable, sweat-wicking, uh-huh. uh, antimicrobial clothes all the time with vents right and then if it does happen you're 45 seconds ahead of everybody else i'm exactly i don't have to be the fastest i just have to be faster than the slowest exactly in order to not get eaten in the zombie apocalypse that first night out in the wilderness (laughs) hiding from zombies is gonna get real cold i'm gonna be really good at that i am like way prepared whoever wore their cotton clothes out and was a little human they're gonna die of frostbite but no not you Uh, you're gonna be dry and slightly not cold I'll be in, like, my Overlander vehicle. I'll be good to go. I'm fine. It's, don't, come find me if there's a zombie apocalypse. I have it on luck. I got it ready to go. Health and wellness and zombie apocalypse survivor. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I've got too many windows in this house. I would die immediately. I've already blinded all out. My house all. It's pretty ridiculous. You don't want to know. I would just have to go through the ceiling. You would have to, actually. Yeah. Skyline. You'd be totally yeah. screwed. You couldn't even go through the canyon in the back. I've surveyed your house already, and I've been here, like, ten minutes. <laughs> How to escape. That's oh, terrible. the canyon would be great because it's full of all those really wicked like vines all over the ground. Mm-hmm. Zombies get all tangled up in those. Maybe, I could probably go not. in the middle. They'd never know. be able to get through. I don't even know where I was going with my arrow. I brought arrow up for a reason because he said something to me and I can't remember what it was now. Oops. Zombie apocalypse. That'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, well, shout out to arrow anyway. Right? <laughs> so tell the people where to find you. It's your social media, website, um, any of the good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, we are in the middle of transferring everything over from VentureActive.net. Um, we are now VAHealing.com. Okay. VAHealing.com. Um, the VentureActive.net website is about to uh, be discontinued. Um, so we'll be moving our classes uh, and events over to VA Healing. But also I kind of think that that showcases really what we're doing now. Yeah. The corporate... <clears throat> corporate wellness and recreational therapy programs, and then the retreats. Um, and then also our, our horseback riding adventures, too. Yeah. Woohoo! You should come to a horseback Horseback ride. riding? I haven't ridden a horse in so long. That sounds like fun. Oh, yeah, we kind of, we're working with um, Rock Creek Pack Station in the Sierras, and we do, like, you know, four- to six-day adventures on horseback. That's okay. pretty awesome. It so, is really, really amazing. Yeah, it is. You want to go uh, sleep in the dirt and yes. ride horses all day and go fishing in yes. the middle of nowhere? It's yes. pretty rad. 
Yeah. Are we going to be on rivers? Yeah. Streams? yeah Sweet. Yeah. I got my fly rod. Let's go. Yeah. We've got one coming up in June, June 26th. It's on, it's on the website, I think. Yeah. It'll be there. So yeah, uh, vahealing.com. Um, and we're only going to really run a couple of rec programs for, for corporations. So we're really kind of limiting it. So anybody that kind of wants to jump in now would be a good idea because we're going to be really focusing a lot on these retreats. Um, so we're only going to do probably only four at the most, I'd say, um, corporate accounts. Because we okay. want to keep everybody moving around. But, yeah. And then do you have an Instagram and Facebook? We do. We have the Insta and the Facebook. And that's uh, Venture Active. They're both Venture Active. Health and Wellness on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook. And then, but the problem is I've been running everything out of my Facebook <laughs> for so long that, like, I forget to, like, post from Venture. But... You know, now you can just, when you post yours, if you log in the other one, you can just press the button. Okay, well, um, Anthony took away my privileges for posting Mm -hmm. on our Instagram or our Facebook anymore, Um, and I understand why. Too many um, (laughs) spelling errors? Oh, always. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, I am the worst. (laughs) I'm constantly texting her, like, Sarah, what what, what does that even mean? That doesn't make any sense. Why did you post that? Edit. Fix this. I never <laughs> read what I post. I just, oh. I literally write it and I'm usually like super distracted because I'm always distracted. And so I like, <laughs> I constantly am like, come visit us at blah, 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 post. And then I walk away and then like, I get like 12 texts. You spelled the <laughs> and your own name, the place, her own name everything the spelled like wrong. And I'm like, <sighs> I go back to it. I'm like, shit. And then I have to like. Then I have to edit it, and then I miss, like, two uh, or three minutes so every single time. And so then it's, like, edit, go back, edit again. And I'm, like, this is so annoying. I just it's get good. so frustrated with it. I just want to throw it out the window. And you still built a business with I spelling know. errors. Who? Don't let the small shit stop you. Just do it anyways. <laughs> my mom, it, like, is still mad at me about my spelling issues. She was just always... And I was, like, I, like, I, I was, like, a 4.0 student. It's not like I don't know how to spell. I just don't. I just don't pay attention. And it, like, autocorrect goes, and I'm like, sure, whatever. Like, I don't have time for spelling. I just, it just, I'll get it out there, you know? It's, don't, it's, it's fine. It's all about what you do, you know? You just, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's the intentions behind your action, right? Yeah, you know? I remember my mom making fun of me when I was a kid because I couldn't spell sugar. And I was like, that's a stupid word. First of all, who doesn't put an, an H in sugar? Like, I was like nine years old. Like, what? <laughs> Still spelling it wrong, probably. Who knows? I don't care. No, yeah. That's actually a pretty good argument. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wanted to say something, but I'm like, mm, no, you're right. It doesn't no, even it make sense. It should. Everything should just be spelled phonetically, and then I wouldn't have a problem. <laughs> or, or autocorrect on my phone. First of all, ducking. We yeah. all know. Yeah. Never, ever have I meant that. I mean, the last time I had to duck was dodgeball. We and should play dodgeball. I love dodgeball. dodgeball. We should have a dodgeball tournament. We should have a BJF uh, dodgeball tournament. One of our contractors should. asked us to sponsor a dodgeball team. I have that. a whole, like, I'm terrible. I will cheat at dodgeball like nobody's business. The last time I played dodgeball was yeah. in college. And we had those stupid little foam <laughs> balls, but I winged one so hard and hit a dude in the side of the face that I broke his glasses in half. Oh. 
and it never has the bully inside of me oh my God. been so proud. But it was like, I felt bad, but at the same time I laughed because it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, I actually broke a kid's glasses off of his face Don't with a dodgeball. Don't go to Sky Zone, tell you that much. <laughs> I went there, got Can't in trouble. Get play a bunch of 13-year-olds, and all of a sudden the, the bully comes out, and yeah, and I had to... I had to yeah. I had to re- You're like, you're next! It was terrible. Yeah, I was. It, I had to like step outside of the ring. I was like, these little. I need kids. to put myself in the corner real quick. <laughs> yeah, I had to go and put myself on a timeout and do some breath I'm work. I'm about to ruin all of you little assholes. Uh, and also, I cheated dodgeball again, like I said. So don't play dodgeball with me. Just don't cross the line. I have a strategy. All Basically, right. it's stay in the corner until no one notices, and then come out and then just nail the last person, and then I win. <laughs> I shouldn't play dodgeball. This is a. It's like the least fun strategy. Oh, at least we got two pucks. We do know I'm Lost track of time there. Oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was I don't a even fun know what podcast. I talked about. I have no idea. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having us. Do we even have people watching? That's great. Look, Laurel. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. Look at that.